Hey y'all, it's Ashley, and aka Shane. Ash. <laughs> okay, Ash. I said I'm gonna sneak it out her one day. Okay. Hey y'all, it's Ashley, aka Ash, and Shantavia, aka Shay, and this is Obedience Podcast. So we want to welcome you guys to part two of our spring cleaning series. Aren't you guys excited? What I messed up. Starting my life over again. Oh yeah. So as you guys already know, our anchor scripture for this series is Psalms 51 and 10. And it reads, Created me a pure heart. Oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. That is so good. And that's what we're going to do during this spring cleaning series. So we hope that you guys have already tuned into part one. Well, we discussed the purpose. And we have to lay the foundation and share with you guys why purpose is so important. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite takeaway was was like it, it cuts down. You can create that filter on Indeed. Yes, takes that was, away that stress. You know, that was a memorable part. I feel like that's a whole word in itself. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. And I also like the part where you said that it makes things return to their original self. Ooh, that's so good. That was really that good. wasn't nobody but Holy Spirit because I forgot yeah. that part. It was so good. <laughs> so we want to welcome you guys to part two of this series, which will discuss decluttering. Which is sometimes the most dreaded part. Mm. And we really don't want to go through that process. But it is a process that we have to go through. Yes. Alright. So in this episode, our focus scripture will be Matthew 9 and 17. And it reads, And no one puts new wine into old wine skins. For the old skins will burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wine skins so that both are preserved. And so in this episode, we'll be discussing two topics. Mm -hmm. So first, we'll talk about that purging stage that you must go through, Mm -hmm. which is going to get into that part of the scripture where it talks about you don't pour new wine skin into old wine skin. Right. We'll get into that. And then the second topic we're going to talk about is the organization phase where we need to make sure we're organizing and prioritizing everything correctly right but before we jump into this episode we always like to invite holy spirit into the place so let's take a minute to invite him in so father god we want to thank you for waking us up another day We want to thank you for everyone who is tuning into this episode. And we just pray that they receive a word or a revelation from you, God. We pray that through this series, people are able to be renewed and their spirit is going to be steadfast for you, God. We pray that during this episode, you use our mouths and our minds and guide us on what you want us to say and that we're touching exactly the spirit who you want us to touch we just pray that through this episode someone who needs to get rid of some things create boundaries get rid of some people we pray that you reveal that to them in this episode and they become a new person and they stop pouring that new wine skin into the old wine skin we invite you in and we thank you again 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, like I mentioned before, first we're going to talk about that purging stage, which is the hardest part of decluttering. Because who wants to get rid of things that they think, keyword think, that they love? Yeah. Who wants to do that? Not me. So, I will focus scripture this episode, like Ashley read, Matthew 9 and 17, says that once you are made new, your new wine skin shouldn't be poured into your old wine skin. Mm -hmm. So, the scripture pretty much talks about something that they did back in the New Testament days in the process of making wine. So, this is actually a scientific fact that they stated in the Bible, which we all know that Jesus was known for. Um, creating parables to make it plain and Mm -hmm. break it down and basically when you are creating wine you never put your new wine batch into a previously used wine bucket because it's going to burst like it says and what are you doing you're wasting the brand new wine that you just created don't be wasting good wine now there you go you're wasting it And so if we relate this to ourselves, when we give our lives over to Christ, we become made new. And when we are new creatures, we can't put that new skin Mm -hmm. into our old skin Mm -hmm. because it's going to burst. Right. It's not going to last. It's going to be confusion around you. You're not really going to know where to go or what to do. That's when you're actually inviting the enemy into your situation mm-hmm. because he's definitely going to use that old wine skin to take advantage of you and your decisions and your thoughts. So this scripture was like when I was growing up, it was always referenced. Like when people move into new houses, it was like, what are you bringing out old furniture in this new house? And I was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> when I was studying for the topic, it made sense. Like, Say, for instance, I'm moving into a new house. Come on, speak it. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I love that scene with me. I'm going to bring them. I'm going to take them to my, my uh, new house. That mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. No. Right? The Bible says that we're a new creature. Mm-hmm. So why would I bring or try to bring old habits into my new walk with Christ? So try to make it fit into mm-hmm. that new walk. Or yes. try to put it on that journey. Mm-hmm. There has to be that declutter phase that we go through. If we have to check our inventory. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about. We had Brianna Flourishing Faith so on our channel just last week. And she referenced and used the analogy of checking the inventory. Mm-hmm. And I also want to add to that of doing like a heart check. Like where is my heart at? Like what, what do I need to remove to move forward? That's good. So... And and with your point too, when you talk about you can't bring old stuff into a new house. Right. I think one of the biggest reasons you can't bring like old furniture into a new house is it doesn't match the vibe Mm. of that new place that you're in. It doesn't match the environment of your new place. So if you have, you know, old rustic furniture in your old house, Mm -hmm. if you go to a modern house, that furniture is not going to fit in that modern house. Mm. It's going to throw everything off. Somebody right in my and you see what I just said? It throws everything off. Mm-hmm. So as a new Christian, as you're taking this walk in Christ, you just can't always do your own ways. Like, for instance, say that you used to go out to drink all the time. Mm-hmm. That's going to throw your walk off going out to drink because... 
you go out to drink and you're used to waking up at six o'clock to spend time with God, but you're a little hungover at six o'clock, so you decide to sleep in and then boom, you don't spend the day with God. Right. What if it happens the next day? Mm-hmm. And the next it's throwing things off. Right. And so that's why you cannot bring old things into a new environment. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you brought up that point. Because I had this written down like we <clears throat> allow those past relationships to hinder your relationship with God okay. from genuinely receiving his genuine love so it's not fair to god and it's not fair to yourself so and you can still be in a relationship with god and allow him to heal those parts i don't want you to take that away and say like oh i need to get myself together to come to god no No, he gets you together he gets you all together yeah i did want to bring up galatians 5 and 24 where it says those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And just recently, we celebrated Resurrection Sunday where Christ was crucified on the cross, which prompted us to be forgiven for all of our sins. So when we give ourselves to Christ, we're crucifying our flesh, man. We're killing our flesh, man, and we have to get away and deny those fleshly desires and passions that we are naturally born with. And the desires of our old selves, they're driven by our flesh, man, and not our spirit, man. Mm -hmm. And our spirit, man, is what makes us have a completely different walk. Like Ashley said about, you know, don't try to think, oh, I got to clean myself up before I go to God. That's not what you have to do. God will purify you and Mm -hmm. clean you up and make you whole. And so through spending time with God and through getting to know God more and allowing Holy Spirit into you, that's when you're going to be made completely new and you're going to imitate Christ more and more. Um, I like to think, as you're walking and you're spending time with God, you want to be more like him. You literally want to imitate him. And so the things of your flesh, they just naturally go away mm-hmm. because he gives you that love and conviction. Like with me, when I think about how I used to be quick to anger, like I wanted to get rid of that. It was no man or being who said, oh, you need to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. It was, I want to be more like Christ. I want to be more loving. And then I also wrote down like, you naturally don't want to lie. You naturally don't want to gossip because did you see anywhere in the Bible where Jesus lied or gossiped on anybody? You just want to be more and more like him. Yeah. When I wrote the topic for purging, I thought about actual organization and Mm -hmm. decluttering videos that I've watched on YouTube. There's this famous organization method called the Marie Kondi method. Mm -hmm. And her method is so popular because it literally helps you declutter. Like, she is, you know, strict about it. Like, if the thing doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. Do y'all know how much stuff y'all probably got in y'all house right now that brings you absolutely nothing? It makes you feel absolutely nothing, but you're keeping it in your house. Because of why? Tell me. Comment down below. They don't know. Because I don't know. I have stuff here that I have no idea why I have it. When you are going through that decluttering phase, she's literally like, look at that object. Look at that t-shirt. Does it bring you joy? No. Mm -hmm. Throw it away. So much emotional attachment. 
but I grew up in that shirt. But what is it doing for you now? Nothing. I just like to look at it. Take a picture of it. And I think that if we live our lives based off the Marie Kondi method, Mm. we will be joyful, y'all. Yeah. We will be joyful. Consider it pure joy, y'all. We will be joyful. And I say that because a lot of the times we are in situations, are in environments that are causing us zero joy. Mm-hmm. And instead of moving from that situation or going through the processes so you can eventually move, you're just settling and my staying. My God, my God, my God, my God. Sorry, go ahead, girl. But you're just settling and staying you, in that man. environment that brings you absolutely nothing. And so we have to look around and purge the things that are still in our joy, that are affecting our purpose. That's making us be stagnant Mm -hmm. in this faith walk. Take it away. And it may be something so simple, y'all. Like, I recently just decided, okay, I'm not going to watch my regular YouTube videos. I'm going to fast from it. That's that's something that you wouldn't even think that you need to fast from because it's so (laughs) simple. That makes the difference. Yes. How much time am I giving to that Mm -hmm. compared to God? How much time? Think about it like that. Is this bringing me more joy than God brings me? Hmm. If it is, okay, let me get rid of it. Yeah. Because God needs to be number one in your life. Right. He needs to be top priority. You cannot worship two gods. Mm -mm. It's impossible. When Shay introduced this method to me, it was great. And it made me allow me to... Compared to what I do, like when I'm getting ready for the podcast or I have like new ideas, I go through like a phase and my first phase is brain dumping. So I pretty much, it's just what it sounds like. I, I, I dump everything out on in our little note section on our phones or like I write it down and just try to lay it out, out, lay mm-hmm. it all out. And I do the same thing when I'm cleaning out my closet. I just pull everything okay. out. Yes. I may put it in the, on my bed or like in the middle of the room to rock, just so I can see what I'm working with. Mm-hmm. And, that's good. And I always like to say, that's why I say it's like the ugliest part because stuff is everywhere. Ooh. If y'all see my notes, I'd be like, girl, what, what, what was I thinking? What was I going with that, Lord? You had to bring that back to my room, to what you were trying to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because, baby, there are squiggly lines. There's like check marks. There are dot dot dots everywhere (laughs) it just looks so ugly and that's why I said at the beginning it's the ugliest part but it is so necessary Mm -hmm. for the second part that you go into where you go back through your notes and you take away what's not needed Mm. and that compares to what she says like if it doesn't bring you joy take it away so I'm going through my notes and I'm organizing I'm just like "Uh, that may not fit within this episode we'll save that for a new series Mm. or something like that um or when I'm organizing my closet, I'm just like, you know, girl, you can't fit that. Just give it away to Goodwill. Just give it away to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, or just throw it away because they got a little hole in it right there. You trying to cover it up. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's all. You got a hole in that thing. Girl, mm-hmm. throw it away. Yes. Something is seeping in, girl. Throw it's that relationship and you away. you can't fix it. It's broken and you can't fix that's it. That's the whole word. Comment down below if you caught that revelation. <laughs> Comment down below. That's a ho- Holy Spirit. Okay. Cut it <laughs> So after you've thrown away the things that was not bringing you joy, 
that is the moment where you can organize those ideas. And what tasks do I need to do on a daily basis? Like for myself, with the uh, podcast, for example, I go through the brain dumping scenario. I go through and kind of take away some things and kind of iron some things out in the second phase. Mm -hmm. In the third phase, I'm just like, okay, how can we break this up? So it's not too much information for you guys at one time. How can we deliver this in an effective way? Mm -hmm. So that's when I try to split, especially like when we have like big things, we don't want to make ourselves anxious. So that's where I try to make out, Mm, okay, this day I'm going to do this thing. This day I'm going to do A, B, and C. So that'll line up for Friday when it comes out. Or you can, you know, how you do with your editing and stuff. Definitely. So, you make small tasks to meet the deadline. Yes. So, we can apply that still to our spiritual lives as well. Mm -hmm. I can apply it and go back to a throwback moment for me. When I'm just like, oh my God, I don't know what you're doing, but I trust you with it. Mm -hmm. And it was like moment by moment, moment by moment, and season by season, he was telling me to trust him. And I was just like, okay, I can see and I'm taking taking away things in the area when I realized that I wasn't touching him, but I was trusting in my own ability. Yes. And then, you know, in the next area, it can bless you with something else, another word that he needs you to work on. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it was discipline in every area of my life. It was pretty much finances. It was with my eating. It was with my time with God. So it was pretty much discipline in every area. Mm-hmm. And then he opened up where he said purpose and then serve. And he re- that's when he can reveal things to you. When you start to declutter. Mm. And so, man, I, that ain't even in my notes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you start to declutter and get things out of the way so that God can move in and move. Mm-hmm. He's not going to move in no dirty room when you Ooh, that's all good. of your stuff is all in the room. Just think mm-hmm. about it. You have all these clothes in the middle of the room. But when you start organizing things and you start taking things away from your life and you saying, all right, God, have your way, Mm. that's when he can move. That's good. When you give him permission to do so. That is good. Thank you, Lord, for that revelation. When he said, read that stuff away from that relationship. And I was just like, man, I do like this shirt. You know, what if I, and when I kept holding on to things, I it was just like, I had the thought in my mind. I'm just like, what if? What if? Oh, girl. And that's just like, you're not trusting God in the Ooh. area. You're still trying to hold on to things when God is trying to elevate you. That's so good, y'all. My God. My God. My God. Thank you, God. That's so that's good. That's so good. I just heard God say, delete the thread. Mm-hmm. And it was two people's threads that I was just holding on to in my messages. And I had already told God. I was like, I'm text them back if they text me. He said, delete the thread. And I was like, what? I don't do that. That's that's not, like, I am type A. I like to have everything. I like to have receipts. Yeah. Like, I can't delete this thread. I can't delete these yeah. threads. Like, what are you talking about? He said, delete the thread. I deleted both of them, y'all. And when I tell you the, I don't know, it was like a release. Because mm-hmm. it was it was like you said. You weren't really trusting God. Yeah. And so when he sees you move, he's like, okay, yeah. yeah. She's trusting me now. Yeah. And it wasn't a trust to where, oh, I'm going to trust you just so I can get into another situation. It's like, no, I'm going to trust you so I can become who you want me to be. 
so I can walk in the path that you have in my life. You can never, like, introduce me to somebody else. I just want to live my life for you at the end of the day. Right. So, yeah. Thank I you think so that what she just said is, is the sum of all what we were trying to say with this section is Damn. you have to purge all these my things God. that you Thank have around you, you to see God move. He's been moving, but he's been getting stuck. He ran into this dresser. Man, he come ran on. into that mattress. He ran into that guy that you keep going back to. That sweatshirt that the guy gave to you, girl. Yeah, he and he's what? tripping over them shoes. Man, my my God. He's trying to get to you, but you got all this stuff in the way. Wow. And can y'all imagine him just like climbing over all this junk? Y'all seen um <laughs> hoarders, how they house me. That's God trying to get through to you, trying to get to your heart. Right. Trying to get to your mind. And all this stuff is just in his way. But like Ashley said, when you just purge all of it, you give him a clear path. And he's like, ooh, I've been trying to get to you, girl. Mm. And you can finally hear what he's been telling you. You can finally see what he's been trying to show you. And my God, when you finally get all this stuff out of the way, the next thing you want to do is you want to look at what you have left and organize those mm. things in your life. So now we're getting to the second portion of the episode. We're talking about organization. So I want to have a little um, Sunday school moment. Come on, Sunday school. Let me get my uh, teacher workbook out. <laughs> so when I put organization down, mm-hmm. I automatically thought of the story of Mary and Martha. I don't know if y'all are familiar with this, but it's found in Luke chapter 10 and it's verses 38 through 42. Now I do want to read these so y'all can really see what's happening in this story and realize how sometimes you may think that you have something in the correct place or you're doing the right thing, but actually God wants you to do another thing. Hmm. So let's get into it. So 38 says, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Hmm. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Y'all, do y'all realize that Mary was sitting at the feet of the Lord? Mm -hmm. She's seated at the feet of the Lord, taking in everything that he's telling. She's learning directly from Jesus, y'all. While Martha is in the kitchen, working on the roast. (laughs) Cleaning the dishes. The lamb. Setting. Oh, yeah, you're right. The lamb. The lamb. And the lentils. Yeah. (laughs) Getting the wine ready. Getting the red wine ready. And Mary is at the foot of the Lord, taking all of that in. Mm -hmm. And Martha's so busy trying to make it look presentable to God. Oh, my God. Come on. Come on. When Mary's doing the right thing Mm -hmm. at the feet of God. And that's oftentimes what we try to do. We try to make our lives. We try to make our environments. We try to make people outside of us look at us and, and see, 
oh, we're doing everything to make ourselves look good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm reading the Bible every single day. Oh, I just completed this Bible plan. Oh, I know this scripture. But are you really taking time to sit at the foot yeah. of your king? Spending time with him. And so that's where I wanted to talk about organizing and just to make sure that you are doing what's most important. And you're focusing on what you need to focus on in that moment and not something you don't need to focus on. Hmm. And it can, it can be really easy to fall into that trap. Just like Martha. Martha loved the Lord. She loved the Lord so much. She was trying to make sure everything looked good for him, but she missed it. She needed to be at his feet and not worried about, oh, let me make sure I look presentable. He cared nothing about that how that environment looked like what she looked like, what was going on around her. All he wanted to do was love on her and teach her. Mm-hmm. And that's what God wants to do for us. He does not care what we look like. He doesn't care the scars, the hurt that's inside of us, yeah. the trust that we don't have for him. He still just wants us to be in relationship with him. Yeah. And we're so busy trying to make ourselves look good. And he doesn't even care. He just wants to spend time with us. Yeah. And he just wants you to allow him into your situations. Yeah. To have a transparent moment myself, um, I was doing my drives because you know I go on these drives by myself to get out the house, and um, as I was driving back, Holy Spirit laid on my heart. He was like, "Why are you so focused on what you don't have?" And when he said that, that was pretty much me being focused on me not moving out, me not having my own apartment and feeling like I'm being held back in life, especially now that I'm approaching the age of 30. I'm just like, I should be really farther than I am. And he was just like, why are you so focused on that and not where I have you at right now? He's like, I have you in a place where you can work on being debt free without having to pay any extra bills. Mm -hmm. I have you in the place where you don't have to really worry about the the what ifs of life. You know, the what if the plumbing breaks are, you know, what if, I can't think of anything. But you know, like, the crazy what ifs that happens when you are a homeowner or when you live in an apartment. He's like, you're not worried about all those what ifs. I have you in a place where you can do everything you need to do comfortably. (laughs) You can do everything without an issue. Yeah. And you're so fixated on what you don't have. Don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on the blessings that I've given you. Because everybody can't stay home with their parents Mm -hmm. and live rent-free or utility bill-free. Everybody doesn't have that. So some people are working 8 to 5 every single day, working paycheck to paycheck, and all of their money goes to rent. And they can't pay their bills or their student loans, but I can and I'm so focused on, I shouldn't be here. Like, I'm almost 30 and I still stay at home. It's like, why are you focusing on it? I put you in a situation where you don't have to worry about that. I put you in a situation where you can fix your mistakes effortlessly and you aren't really dealing with the real effects of what should be going on. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like I've said before, a lot of the times when I was chasing out the happiness, I got myself into debt. And he he is protecting me from actually the real downfall that I could be in because he loves me so much. Mm-hmm. And so I was being a Martha in my situation when I just needed to be at his foot thanking him. Mm-hmm. Thanking him for the situation that he's placed me in and not the situation I could be in. Right. 
So yeah, organize your day and realize what's important. So you brought up a keyword, which is prioritizing. And it's so important that we prioritize what's important because we can get distracted. I think when we have those moments of like distraction and not prioritizing what we should, which is advancing the kingdom of God. Of course, you know, we want our own house. We want our relationship. We want our marriage. We want this and that. But how does it edify the kingdom? How are you edifying the kingdom right now? Like, what can you do right now? Yeah. How are you bringing glory to God? Yeah. Are you seeking God first, the kingdom of God? That's good. Because his word says uh, all of those worries will be taken care of. But if we seek first the kingdom of God. Yes. And then also bringing up Romans 12 and 2. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. So, he'll help you with prioritizing your thoughts as well. Like, what should be your focus? Of course, we're going to have those moments, but we have to get back on focusing on organizing our priorities um, and what we need to be doing right now. It goes to the next point in the organization where you must create boundaries. Mm -hmm. When you decide that you want to do something, you have to evaluate, okay, is what I want to do or what this person wants me to do or is this thing going to push the kingdom forward? Mm -hmm. What is it going to do for God? Okay, I want to get married. The person I am with, how is you all's relationship pushing the kingdom forward? Like if God joined you as a union, how is he going to use your union to move the kingdom forward? Think about that. Mm -hmm. So whoever you're with, can you really move the kingdom forward with that person? Because if you can't, you just want to get married for your own desires. And you don't want to get married to move the kingdom forward. Even with kids. When you have kids, you're supposed to train them up in the mm-hmm. way that they should go. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just have kids to dress them up like they look cute? For Easter pictures. So you have, to, you have to really think about the desires mm-hmm. that you want. Okay, I want a new job. Do you want this new job to get a higher paycheck? Or do you want a job that's close to your purpose? Yeah. Yeah. So you really have to evaluate and create boundaries within yourself to where you're not doing something for your fleshly desires. Right. Or you're not doing anything in pride. You have to create a boundary to where you're looking at situations like, okay, what is this going to do for the kingdom? Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, boundary. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't do anything, boundary. Can you do this for me this afternoon? What is this boundary? Mm -hmm. You have to create boundaries to protect yourself. Right. And also with organization, I wanted to point out too, a lot of the times Holy Spirit does lay ideas on us, but sometimes we do get like our own fleshly ideas. And sometimes our fleshly ideas just don't line up to what he wants us to do. We shouldn't just try to force that idea into it. Mm -hmm. Because I know at one point I talked about, oh, I want to make a website called Saved and Satisfied. And I just tried to make it fit. But I'm like, I'm so wrapped up in this podcast. It was impossible. Mm -hmm. Because that, he may want me to do it, but not right now, girl. So yeah, it's just, keep track of what God told you to do. Right. (laughs) Don't overextend yourself to people. Create that boundary. Mm -hmm. And just make sure you... Kick the people or things out 
of your environment that may be affecting your purpose. We want to keep that purpose as pure as possible. So the question, the question is, from this episode is, are you ready to purge this? And then are you ready to organize what you got left? Let us know down below. Purge it. Listen to us. We promise you, when you purge and then listen to the Lord and organize according to how he wants you to organize. Baby, let me tell you. You're going to see mighty miracles and wonders. I promise you. The first step in the decluttering process is going to be to crucify your flesh, man. And in order to do that, you must accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the perfect time to do so. Through Jesus Christ, we are offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. If you would like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just repeat this short and easy prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and forgiving me of my sins. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Amen. Amen. And just like that, it is that simple. If you repeated that prayer after us, you are now a part of the kingdom of Christ. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. We are so happy to have you in the family, and we have been waiting on you. We're so happy you made the decision. Be sure to connect with a Bible teaching church, and if you cannot find one in your area, we always leave our church's live stream in the description box. Well, we go live at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And if you are an early bird, we also go live at 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every single Sunday. That's right. And then we go live every single first Thursday at 7 p.m. for a special Bible study. That's right. So comment down below. What does your decluttering phase look like? What does it look like? Yeah. Is it messy? Mm-hmm. Is it organized? Mm-hmm. Is it just not done? Oh, okay. Yeah, let us know. And if you haven't, be sure to go ahead and like this video mm-hmm. and make sure you are subscribed. We are so close to 400 yes. on the road to 500. Cannot wait. The Lord will do it. We already know. And then make sure you hit that bell notification so you are notified every single time we upload. That's right. And while you're there, the share button is like right there in the midst of it all. So go ahead and share this video with five of your friends. That's right. One, two, three, four, and five. In the midst of it all. Yeah. And then while you're down there, go ahead and follow us on all of our social media accounts. They should be on your screen right now. Mm-hmm. And then don't forget to follow us on our Facebook live group where we actually do life together. And we are also doing a wake up with God challenge. It's not too late to sign up if you want to. Once you sign up, you will be entered into a drawing to win a cash prize. So just DM us 
and let us know if you want to join. So if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com where we will stand in agreement with you. I pray for you. You You pray pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I will harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. It is his will. You didn't see it? Very. And don't forget, we always include a free printable for every single series that we do. Mm -hmm. And we included one for this series where it gives you a spring cleaning checklist to make sure you are doing everything you need to do to make sure that deep clean is done. That's right. It's free. Mm-hmm. Description. So in this video, we did touch on boundaries just a little bit, just to give you guys a little taste because we have an amazing interviewer coming up next week. You guys already know we go live on every Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. And next week, we have a very special guest, as we do each week, which is Shamiko O'Baron. She's a friend of the show. You guys have seen her already. Mm-hmm. So we got be sure to go ahead and check out that video where she will discuss creating boundaries. Yes. Ain't that good? That's a good hot topic. I'm excited. We all need some boundaries, some good yes. healthy boundaries. Yes. So be sure to check that out. All right. But until our live on Tuesday... Remember, we have to go through this decluttering phases. So make sure you've cleaned out your drawers, cleaned out your closets, you've gotten your cleaning supplies, and you're ready to get into the next topic. That's right. But until then, as always, be Be obedient. obedient. We will see you next time.